on this episode of the AIE podcast. Oh boy, do we have your community updates? Also, New Braid is on fire. <laughs> our free company is Prime Company. Reasonable reasons are rejected. And we have Seema and Max who are here to talk to us about AIE in Swotor. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast. Welcome to episode 315 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Iocta Est gaming community. The Die has been podcast. This is Tetsemi. To my left and up is Makala. Hey guys, I uh, left some lemon lime basil shortbread cookies in the guild kitchen. Awesome. And to my right, literally to my right, way out there is Mewcow. Greetings, guildies and gamers. <laughs> All right. This week we are joined by special guests Seema and Max, who are here to talk to us about AIE in Swotor. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. Boop, boop. Yay. Boop, boop. So let's go around the room and find out what everyone has been up to this week. So, randomly picking Max, what have you been up to in or out of game this week? Oh, I've been up to quite a quite a few things. So we'll talk a little bit about the Star Wars stuff, of course. That's where I've been spending most of my time, but not all. So I've also been uh, spending some time with New Braid in World of Warcraft. I've been checking in in Final Fantasy, no, mostly leveling yeah. up some characters. Yeah, I know we'll talk about that. Um, I, I log in, uh, at least once a week into Elder Scrolls, but haven't, uh, I've been, I've been falling down. I missed, uh, MFN on Friday and then, uh, let's see, I've got a, I've got a secret alpha game that I played a little bit with. And then, uh, um, I've got Star Trek, uh, that I, that I checked in on earlier in the week as well. And they're having a, having a thing tonight. So tons of stuff going on across all the divisions, which makes it really fun. Awesome. Yay. And Seema, what have you been up to in or out of game? Well, I got to say, every time I come here and do this, uh, three thoughts come to me. And one is I really, really want new cow's headset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. A, this one's a new one because the, the existing one, I have to, to figure out why it's not giving me uh, audio on both sides. But I can. I Wait, can you type. have a backup headset yes. with cat ears on this it. Is, this is the backup. This is the backup. This is the original. And he can remove the ears. Yeah, yeah, these are removable. I totally want Makala's glasses. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Combine the two, and that's what Simo looked like. There you go. And Tets, I just really like your haircut. (laughs) (laughs) It would be a bold move for me to go with it, but you know, I'm I'm willing. You know what? Short, short, funky hair is so much fun. I, I had a faux hawk for a while. I like it. Yeah, maybe I'm. Hmm. Yeah, go for it. So anyway, we're going to talk about Sotor later, but I will just say, in terms of wow, um, I'm so excited <laughs> for the next raiding with leashes, which is coming out this week. Yes. So like the Mist of Pandaria raids, which I didn't play during this, so I, I don't really know those raids. 
Oh, so this will be all new to you. I'm, so you. I've been in there to do various things, but I'm going to, because I've gone after the old pets in there, but now right. I'm going to go to some new ones that I really don't know the boss fights and the, all the little special buttons you push and stuff, um, which is just a side of I really, what I really would be after, of course, is the pets. Yeah. Uh, you haven't spent a year playing uh, Siege of Ogremar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know those I fights? Don't, I don't think I've even... Blindfolded. Right, the reason why end of Siege of Ogremar once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, Seema, I know you love pets, but uh, I was listening to Ben on Azeroth Roundtable today. He's run into a conundrum. He actually has a thousand unique pets, and that's the cap right now. Holy crap! No, no, so, no, 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 it's not. But he—he's well. That's the thing. He's got to get the tokens now to expand the extra thousand slots for the new stuff. But he's he doesn't have it. Yet. He's an amateur. <laughs> I had to do that in Legion. Ah, oh my. wow! There's, there's another one that that right one for fifteen hundred. That well, the one in Legion increases it to fifteen hundred, but there's one in BFA that increases it to two thousand. Ah, gotcha. Sweet. Yeah, but you so have to have the Legion one first. It's a whole oh, other world. Gotcha. So you have to you have to undo the Legion one before you do the BFA yes. one. There's two ways to get the Legion one. See, I'm like so geeky about the pets. <laughs> well, that's great. You can get via the achievement or you can buy it with BFA pet tokens. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I think he's going the, the pet tokens. tokens. Yeah. This gotcha. is Seema's, if you can see on my screen, this is Seema's turtle in yeah. Star Wars <laughs> at the moment. She always I has like turtles. <laughs> yes, pet out. Some yeah. little space turtle of some kind. Oh, so Seema, you're going to have trouble on uh, Tuesday when the new patch comes out, and we actually have to uh, play the crab in the. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't see me doing that cool. one at all. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, so cool. So you're doing the you're doing the pet collecting thing, and looking forward to that. That's awesome. All right, Mew, what have you been up to? Oh, well, um, probably lots of Final Fantasy XIV. Um, it's definitely seeing a resurgence, honestly. Um, it's funny how a Twitch Prime thing could do so much, but uh, it, the game's lively. There's tons to do. The, they've had some really good patches um, come out. And yeah, it's definitely got its hooks in me again. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think, um, I of course, I've been playing WoW, but pretty much wow for rating and then to help mrs mew with getting through the story awesome that's pretty gotcha. much what i've been doing in wow it's like it's it's not calling to me the like like it usually does lately no so yeah. um and then other than that um i need to dip my toe back into anthem um but uh a lot of yes, my game you know. yeah it's it's been, my a lot of my gaming's been delayed because i uh it's probably not too obvious to those looking at the video, but I had to get a whole new setup because my last PC, the the CPU decided to start melting. So um, that makes it really difficult to do much. Yeah, and, and and amusingly, it was right in the middle of raid with horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, oh, yeah. um, I was uh, <laughs> I was tanking um, on the blockade, and the blockade said, "Oh well, let's see if we can just burn his CPU up." That took wow. care that tank. So uh, it was very effective. Yeah, it was kind of funny because the next day, I, or or no, the, the the next day after I finally got the the computer rebuilt, I logged back into WoW, and I think that was when I was playing um, with Furt. And you were. I logged you in. Logged in dead. <laughs> yeah, I was staring at Bonsomni on the on the throne, and I was like, "Huh, well, this is interesting." Um, 
I don't have a body to go to. So I had to pretty much accept a, a spirit res, run into the raid, and then tank immediately. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that was fun. So uh, luckily, we timed it uh, just right. Um, Ted's like, let's go. And I still had like two minutes left on the on the buff. But it was enough time that I only had to actually take the brunt of the boss for a little bit between me and uh, Nevermore. And, yeah. and we just, because we were, we're do, we do the three tank strat, so those familiar with the first boss. Mm. But um, yes. But yes, it was me and Nevermore swapping back and forth. So luckily, I didn't have to hold the boss very long. And then the the buff, the debuff goes away, and everything's fine. You didn't even notice that I had it, kind of thing. We have really good healers on our team too. So yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's been the bulk of my week. Awesome, cool. <coughs> and McCullough, what have you been up to? Uh, well, we had a family wedding this weekend, so that was a lot of involvement there. But we got to spend time with. One of our long-distance geeky relatives, which was delightful. A Phoenix fan fusion, which is what we now call Comic-Con, is in 10 weeks. So a lot of headbands. And I need to start working on jewelry. Um, I had the hotel for that. Sorry? I had the hotel for that, finally. I know. I saw. Um, Let's see. um, Rolling dice, because that's what I do. Uh, This week played with both both of my uh, tadpole... AIE adjacent groups. So on Thursday night, oddly enough, much like our Monday night game, uh, we're on a um, gambling ship. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, trying to track down some leads on um, who killed a giant, which got interesting as half our players decided to be, you know, posh gamblers, and the Goliath went down down deck to row and. My character's like, well, I'm a serving wench, <laughs> but I might actually be able. To, I might be the one that's going to be able to get the clue on it. Um, we played oh. actually earlier today in my Sunday game, uh, which is one that has some really weird, fun steampunky Cthulhu elements. And you know, after the big boss fight, wading through ice as this huge ice lake is cracking, we um, got to safety as a fallen star emerged from you know the bottom of a lake and pretty sure it's gonna we're gonna have to roll for initiative in just a moment <laughs> <laughs> always how it happens with those that's fallen what, stars uh-huh so that's what i've been geeking over which you know is a lot of fun awesome how about you yes Ted, what have you been doing i have been well rating it rating and wow and and tech you it's not that the game isn't engaging. It's just not engaging me like it used to right now. Um, you can only run so many world quests and, and other things trying to, you know, get the emissary bags before you just kind of go, yeah, I'm done. Um, so I, I do my world quest login. I finally got um, both trinkets are now 385 or higher, which is awesome. You're still trying to get that uh, one, though. Oh, I still need the one off of Opulence. Yeah, that never more, never got it. And it procced up to from 385 to 405, which is awesome for her. So she'll be much easier to heal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing that's kind of sucked me in and away from Final Fantasy 14 is Anthem. And I finally got through all the storyline in Anthem. Uh, the main quest, which then after you do the main quest, there are more 
side quests and story quests to do. And I just got through all those around level 26. And then right now I'm level 29. The mech just hit epic, which means you get over 410 gear score and uh, having fun, having fun with that. I'm just waiting to hit 30 and, and see what happens. So I've got two reps left to max out um, and, and then we're good. But that's, that's where I have been. So if you guys are interested in Anthem, Hop in the Anthem channel. There's a good group of people playing, and uh, we have fun doing strongholds and other stuff. So, yeah, plenty of tanks, lots of DPS. Exactly. So, all right. Well, we will be digging into Sotor shortly, but first, let's cover this week's news. AIE News. In streaming and guild podcast news, Working Class Nerds, episode 38, The State of Star Wars with Sith Talks Sam. See, I got it out. Nick and Marcus are joined by Sith Talk host Sam to discuss and analyze how Star Wars got so big, where it is now, and where it could be going. And Sotor Escape Podcast 281, member of the Dead Master, Dreadmasters? I remember. Um, this week, in addition to hot takes on the Death Tracker, SEMA, Max the Gray, and EPC 281, open up the archives and start a mini series talking about the Dreadmasters, which was awesome because I never got that whole arc. And so, you guys walking through that was that was fun. That was, that was a good listen, too. Um, and in podcast 282, Dreadmasters from EC to TFB, SEMA, Max the Gray, and EPC 282 continue the walkthrough of the Dreadmasters lore and cover the story elements from. All right, you're going to have to help me with the initials here <laughs> Eternity Vault, Caragas Palace, Explosive Conflict, and Terror from Beyond for the Terror operations. And each of them, yeah, so each of them are either directly or indirectly related to parts of that Dreadmaster story arc. And then it continues. There's three more after that that we're going to get into in future episodes. So they, the Dreadmasters were sort of driving so much of the story originally right. and through the expansions that Almost from it was really fun to... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. And then they just kind of went and moved on to... Horicon. Um, Did it... Was it the hut or did it, I mean, did they play into the hut part of the story? Um, so, or? yeah. So Caraga, Caraga's palace. Um, right. That, that was as a result, it was indirectly um, their fault. They were right. waging war on the galaxy. It got Caraga and the hut cartels all riled up. And Caraga said, I'm enough of this. I'm going to attack both the Imperial and the Republic. Um, and then the Imperial and the Republic, as they do in every operation, decide that, yes, we have trillions of people, but we're going to send eight <laughs> to take care of this <laughs> existential threat. Yeah. Strike force. It's a strike force. <laughs> <laughs> Terra from, awesome. from Beyond is an interdimensional beast that's going to take over our galaxy and kill trillions. We're going to send eight people. Send eight people. And see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too many people is going to slow you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Very cool. So um, that is what's been happening in streaming news. If uh, there are other streams you guys want us to mention or talk about, let us know. We'll mention it on the podcast. Awesome. All right. And Imperial Ludi, just remember, we're still going strong with Anthem. It'll be lovely to see more people active in it. If you're playing, make sure to check out 
the at Anthem channel on the AIA Discord and paying Duras to add your origin ID to the list of people playing so you can get those alliance bonuses. I know every time I turn around, Tet is certainly played and it sounds fascinating. Yep. And really That's great it. voice acting. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. One thing they do do right is the voice acting. <laughs> you said do do. Do do. Yeah. <laughs> And, and not in doo-doo news, uh, mandatory fun nights. We have lots of them where the fun is mandatory, but attendance is not. It should be, but it's not. A couple of games have moved days, so make sure you double check when each game is running their mandatory fun night. So starting on Mondays, we still have Guild Wars 2 at 9.30 Eastern. That's PM. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Sotor, 9 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday is now where Final Fantasy XIV is hanging out at 10 p.m. Eastern. And on Fridays, we have ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern. On to the weekend. Saturdays is when New Braid's running in WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern. And then on Sunday, STO is running at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Awesome. And speaking of WoW uh, and New Braid, we have a bit of brag about New, Bra- New Braid. They are now 8 of 8 on Aldir Normal. Um, and their f- first time ever seeing Goo- Gahoon, we, they killed him on their first pull, which was an accidental pull. And they're like, well, let's just pull and see what happens. And they ended up killing him, which is awesome. Yeah, that was Honestly, so funny. anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> now, honestly, once they got past... Um, once they got past uh, Zul, the the yeah. other two bosses are just like fairly straightforward compared to Zul. Yeah, Zul's just a mess of here's everything coming at you in a million different directions. Manage these chaos of kittens. Exactly. But, you know, truth be told, New Braid is is a tiny bit of a of a misnomer. It's designed that if you are a noob, you can come. But mm-hmm. so many of those people in there now are they're really are good. really really good. Um, yep. Really good people that can explain the fights. Uh, Kini running the the whole thing is is really good at setting it up. Um, so yeah, I I was there the last two weeks for the Gahoon kill, and then as far as we got, which was pretty far, in uh, Battle for Desire Lore uh, this week, yep. and it was it was well done. It was easy to figure out what was going on. Even my first time seeing some of those fights, and and it went great. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, they did follow that up by going two of nine in uh, Battle for Desire Lore Normal. And we do want to mention that this week's community Three. event. Three. Or they we did. Went. She said two of nine. But yeah, you guys got. Um, we killed the monkey. We killed the the, the first boss, the three. Right. The, and then we killed the. Then, the, then we did the, uh, the gauntlet, the ice gauntlet. Yeah, and then, Jade Fire oh, Masters. All right, there. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Jade Fire Masters. We and then and then we that. then we went and saw what we turned into for for fun, but we didn't go further than that. Yeah, exactly. When you go to the opulence fight and turn into the alliance, and everyone's like, yeah. "Why am I a dwarf? Why am I a night elf?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, every single All night right. on my on the alliance side, uh, my my co tank. Every single time we switch over to horde, just can't, just he, can't. He let won't. It go. He won't do trash. <laughs> he just he can't let it go he's like oh you took away my shadow meld now i'm troll. <laughs> what is this nonsense it's just every single night it's just it's getting to where it's just comical just, put it like, on tape. just like put it you know, tape it one night and then when they yeah. start just like play it back to them yeah yeah exactly yeah there you go T- take care for you 
All right. And this week's community event in WoW is the Trial of Style, uh, and that will be March 20th to the 24th. Gusty Tail will be leading that. So get, to, get together with some guildies, get in the group, and show off your style. And then next month's community event, April's April Fools Rush In, will also be led by Gusty Tail for the whole month of April. So take uh, watch out for the... Uh, posts on the AIE-guild.org site on uh, those events. And All as, right. a, as a quick, just a quick little note, um, so we don't have a full raid wrap up, but just to say, um, uh, get your crit together is at eight of nine in heroic. So nice. they are Sweet. so close to getting guild first on heroic. Wonderful. So just so everyone knows, keep, keep pushing. It's almost over. Great. Yep. All right, NASO news. Uh, the Thieves Guild and the Dark Brotherhood Celebration event starts on March or started on March seventh, and runs until Monday, March eighteenth at ten a.m. Eastern time. The event gives double reward drops for world and delve bosses, increased rewards for completing heists and sacraments, and one event for each. Uh, sorry, one even ticket for each sacrament and heist completed um, each day per account each day. Excuse me. And also, just a reminder, there's been a lot of movement with mandatory, mandatory fun nights. And ESO, they are still on Friday nights. So is there a is there a feather? Do you get another the tickets to buy a feather with this event set again? I got to find that out because apparently there's like four feathers. And if you collect all the feathers, you like get the tickets at the events, the tickets then buy the feathers. Then when you get the four feathers, then you get this special mount. Yep. Why I I'm need good. the the nth mount in the in the wife game? I don't know, but <laughs> because it's sometimes it's what you do. It's yeah. a because thing. you collect so. mounts like Sema collects pets. Yes, I, yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find out. I guess. Speaking of another game to collect mounts in, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, as we talked about before, the free company attendance is way up. Um, so many people are taking advantage of the Amazon Prime deal, um, also known as the Twitch deal, which gets you a free copy of the starter edition, which means just um, a Realm Reborn, the, the first uh, you know game prime of 2.0. But it also comes with 30 days of game time. So we've seen tons of people applying in there to, to, uh, to play. Uh, the starter edition, as I mentioned, is, is kind of the vanilla version of the game. Uh, it's not the 1.0. 1.0 is the kind of burned it and salted the, the ground um, and then started over with two. Um, but it'll take you up to level 50 um, all the way through all the 2.0 patches. And a lot of those people are sticking around. They're realizing it's a lot of fun. It's um, it's a lot of people that are, you know, maybe a little burnt out in a while right now are saying, you know what, this is actually kind of nice. I think it's a, it's a, it's a nice pace. So uh, yeah, that, that deal um, lasts until May 3rd. So make sure that if you are interested you know, if, or if you know someone that has a Twitch Prime that's not using it, ask them uh, because that code is, is pretty valuable. Um, if you don't have it, there's plenty of sales going on. There's a free trial. You, uh, it'll have to get you up to level 35. Um, you, you will not be able to join the free company, but we can give you a link, Shell, so you can still talk to us. Um, that way you don't feel like you're left out. And you just want to try it. You don't want to, you know, you don't have the code, don't want to spend money. Um, other than that, um, you know, make sure that... Uh, you get into the, the channel to talk to everyone because they are starting to run a lot of the eight player dungeons. Um, they do have brutal queue times. Uh, it's probably better off to, to ask in discord for people to help you get into those queues. Cause you know, what could be a 45 minute queue is now 15 seconds. If you have the right people going with you. 
Um, other than that, uh, Shadowbringers pre-order uh, items are live. The, there's a Gremlin pet, and there's the Aetherite earrings that give a 30% XP boost all the way to level 70 now. Um, the previous ones from uh, Stormblood only took you up to level 50. So, you know, if you're wanting to level some more stuff to 70, get that, that boost. Uh, other than that, uh, the those that do pre-order, you'll get the code for those items. It's really convoluted. You have to use a code to go to a site. That site's going to give you a new code. You're going to go to another site, and then you're going to put that code into a, a the, the actual up account to give your stuff. It's really convoluted. That You'll want to follow one of the guides to get to it. Um, you know, the other important thing is that the uh, data centers are being redistributed. Um, Goblin, where uh, the AIE FC is at, is going to be moving to the Crystal Data Center. So uh, we're staying there for now. As far as we're now, there's no plans to leave. But we'll be in Crystal now. Uh, we'll be leaving the Aether Data Center. Uh, that might affect statics and other things like that. So be aware. They, there will be free transfers. So don't worry. Uh, once this whole, th- whole thing starts happening, you'll be able to transfer you where you want to go. Um, and no big deal. Uh, other than that, we have a seasonal event, Little Ladies Day. Uh, it will be ending on the 13th, which is in three days. So get in there, get the flower crown and some fun um, housing items. They tend to be um, uh, cherry blossom themed. Um, I think uh, there is this. They do have the the daisy crown, but uh, it's it's usually cherry blossom themed. Um, it was some sushi and some other fun stuff. Uh, other than that. That's probably about it. Uh, there will be a fan fest, uh, the final fan fest, the the one that's actually running in Tokyo on March twenty third to twenty fourth. Um, unlike the one in North America and the one in Europe, uh, things are not going to be in English. You're going to have to find some live translations um, because this is their the home base. They're going to be in Japan talking to all of their local comp- customers, so it's all going to be in Japanese. So, but there's there's plenty of streams that'll be live translating, so you you, you won't uh, be too missing out of things, but we're expecting Yoshi P to come out in yet another weird costume and finally give us the full trailer for the expansion. And we're expecting one more class at least um, to go with uh, Gunbreaker. And uh, that's probably about it. Uh, lots of stuff happening. So uh, join in. Yep. And just a reminder from Abo, the Twitch Prime deal is for PC only. It does yes. not work on Mac, does not work on Steam, and does not work on PS4. So and in Star Trek Online news, uh, STO continues again to run MFN on Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Characters level 10, which is Lieutenant Commander and up, are welcomed. And on the game news front, on April 11th, they will be shutting down the Foundry system. The Foundry was a tool used for players to create content for the game. So what this means for the future going forward, we don't know yet. But just keep an eye out on the STO channel in AIE Discord. And I'm sure we'll have more news as as, uh, things settle out from that. Yeah, it was a very bold system, honestly. And it doesn't surprise me that they're having to shut it down. Okay, and a Lotor news. We got a bit. We have to have Lotor news. Um, skirmish event has been extended until March 18th at 3 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, legendary story XP has been reduced from 60%, been reduced from 60% of normal to 80% of normal through uh, March 13th, which is this Wednesday. Uh, the last week's store sales has expired. This week's store sale is now live and will be extended to last for the regular st- sales duration. Meanwhile, next week's sales will begin on Friday as normal. The current sale is get a piece of your Middle Earth shine, 
um, to get 30% off of select housing decorations, select housing sets, housing property writs, and select cloaks. One of these things is not quite like the other. <laughs> Additionally, uh, Bomber's Bounty is now available through uh, St. Patrick's Day on March 17th. Finally, they wanted to let everyone know that they're working to put together a package of things to say thank you for being patient through all the uh, work well, as they work through various data center related issues in the recent days. Uh, the following note, not the following coupon codes, voter points, VP time extensions have been granted or made. They'll provide more information in the coming days, probably earlier in the week. All players, by the way, due to this inconvenience, will receive a coupon code for a free appreciation box containing five 100% XP boosts, five enhancement XP supplies, five tomes of defense, 2,000 figments of splendor, three rapid crafting boosts, and an assortment of seasonal dyes, one per account. The expiration ends ends in of April, expiration end of April. There we go. Additionally, VP players will receive um, a VP extension subscription extension, uh, 250 Lotro points automatically granted to their account if they've logged in during the previous 30 days. And premium players who have logged in during the previous 30 days will receive 250 Lotro points. Okay. In Secretive Eve news, the AIEU uh, super capital freak uh, glow, grows with the addition of the Reasonable Reasons 3, an avatar class titan, bringing the total number of corporation super capital to redacted. And we <laughs> are also building capital ships at the request of members at reasonable prices. Uh, war is on the horizon. Come back and fulfill your bloodlust. Our non-invasion pact with Test Alliance ends on the 22nd of March. For current AIEU members, all personnel must be registered in the AIEU seat, Blades of Grass seat, Winter Coalition seat, and Winter Coalition services by March 15th. Purge to follow. <laughs> Link has an Eve meetup in LA in about 24 hours, uh, which might be happening now, actually. Uh, <laughs> if it is, it's redacted, though. Yes. Yep. All right. And with all that said, let's get back to Seema and Max and find out what is going on in SOTOR. Yes, there is There is plenty going on in, in, in Star Wars. So we're right at the, we're right at the tail end of, of a set of content before the announcement of, of what might be coming next later in the year, which I know that they're going to be saving for Star Wars Celebration. Um, but as part of that, they've still been putting out um, a continuation of sort of this, this new storyline, this end of the alliance and a, a renewal of war between the Empire and the, and the uh, Republic. And, uh, and as a result, even recently, we got another planet. Um, we got another gear tier associated with that planet. Um, just a few weeks ago, we got another um, lair boss, which is sort of like a one boss uh, raid operation. Um, so bun bunch of bunch of good stuff like that going on. Um, Seema, what what what? I mean, where, where, should, where should we start? <laughs> Actually, I call it two tiers of gear. I mean, I might be stretching it a little bit, but I think um, some people will never get that higher. The 252 versus 258 and yeah, that's the why I work. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll start with dailies. So it, there's um, with this new planet, we do have a new set of dailies and that's part of how you get 
the new rep and also the new gear. So that's been fun to log in most of the days and knock out some dailies. The really entertaining part has been the two new world bosses, which are, um, <laughs> which you put. You're being generous with entertaining. <laughs> for, for some definition of, of entertaining, but, but yeah. I, I, I'm entertained by extreme things sometimes, but um, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's worth running them every day. So there's always pugs running them. So it's, it is entertaining because every group has a little bit different personality. And um, there were a few bugs in each fight. So, so this like mythology has grown up around each fight, like don't do this or don't run back or res, but don't do this and, or else he'll bug out. And of course, little of it's true, like, but. And, and one of the bosses is like a literal bug as well. So yeah. I mean, yeah. there's that too. Um. But yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, one pug I got into was clearly a bunch of really sort of full-time PvP guys. And they were the most polite group I've ever been in. Wow. Really? It was incredible. They that were like, cool. oh. They, they saw each other. They go, oh, I'm so glad to see you. It's been a while. And oh, look at this guy. He's a great healer. And oh, look, Seema, thank you for coming. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Crazy. And I, I had a weird little hiccup at the end where I got disconnected and I came back in and they were all, Seema, did you get credit? And I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> well, they, they must be like, like non-ranked PVPers. Because <laughs> we have a couple I, people. Yeah. I have, have this fantasy yeah. that there's like PVP people but at the very top, there's this like angelic crust of this the best gentlemen. of the best is actually <laughs> yeah. the, the, or the pros are killing you somehow. Just like the, the Sotor PvP fight club. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, it is it is interesting. So those world bosses are a thing we do. The the dailies are a thing we do on the planet Osis. The reason though is the, the new gear, the new mm -hmm. gear tiers. I mean, so there is a there is a reason to to be doing it, and everybody wants to do it, and we're all getting together to to do this stuff. And the and the lair block, the the lair boss. Um, so it's two fifty two and two fifty eight gear. Did you want me to read off my the stats on all my yes. gear pieces? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're the one that's making the movie, that. dude. You know what? You can't. We're fine with it, but Jack <laughs> yeah. so, has movie tickets. Yeah. So if you yeah. do if you do ten of the dailies in a week. You get a piece of gear. It's it's random out of three boxes. So you, the, your 14, 15, 16 pieces are divided up into three different boxes. So you do get random pieces. There is a little bit of RNG, and, but you get a, a, a crate, one, a, a random crate for the 10 dailies. You get the crystals, which are a currency for killing the world bosses. And then there's a couple other ways to get both crates and crystals throughout the week. Um, so that's why we're all doing it. Um, but they designed the planet really well that the the dailies are interesting the storyline of the dailies i find really interesting and it doesn't make it bad because there's so many of them there's really like i think there's like 12 or 14 that you could do and you don't have to do, do them all in one day so if there's three that you really like you could just do yeah. those three four days if i'm really for time i just log in do a couple because if you do that like three or four times during the week you you get your your gear yeah. Your gear piece or your chance at a gear piece. And none of them are terrible. Like, you know, that you, you're always going to skip because, you know, it takes you forever versus the one that takes three minutes. Um, they're all pretty yeah. balanced. And then the thing I really like about it, again, it's the storyline of Imperial versus Republic. Mm -hmm. um, when you do them on the Imperial side, 
you're you're doing a, a daily in an area and when you're doing doing the same daily on the republic side you're like undoing you know, yeah. you're not actually fighting <laughs> People, but your un your daily is to undo the things that the imperial side does. So that's fabulous. In, the imperial yeah. side like destroying all of the turrets, and the republic side you walk around to the to the turrets that haven't popped up yet, and you need to you know build the turrets. So do you walk in and say, "What are you doing? I just re I just did this when it's you 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 know when you're the one that are, are doing both, and you know I have done a little RP. <laughs> yeah. I d- you I have d- that little internal dialogue. I just that. fixed that. Why we can't have nice things? Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, and if you go around and put out all the fires you just set on the other right, side. Right. Let me make some content people, for myself. I don't know if people actually do this, but if you were to go play on the PvP instance, I'm sure, because the, the, the way the dailies are, they throw the two factions together. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Who, who like to take advantage of that it could it could make some really interesting world PvP. Yeah, yeah. I th- those so there's always a PvP map. There's no PvP servers anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a, a couple servers um, in the world. Um, you know, a couple in Europe, a couple in, in the US. Um, you can always switch over to that map, and we have a couple people that just play on those those maps. They're typically less populated than the other ones, but. Um, I know like Thon is always in there, and every once in a while he'll get cornered or he'll corner somebody and. They have a good time, so that's pretty yeah. cool. What else we got? So that's been fun. The new Queen Lair boss is is really fun. It's a fun fight. It is a it's a it's a Genosian queen with Killick DNA to bolster her. So I, there's there's debate on the forums. People don't like that. It's not just a pure Genosian. <laughs> it, which means that she's a bug person that's augmented with bug DNA, basically. Right. Yeah. Double bug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, there's a lot of bugging going on right now. Yeah. 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 But that fight, on, I um, I was going to say ironically, but that's a little harsh for the fireworks team. But <laughs> that fight is not buggy. Uh, that fight tends tends to work really well. Uh, and one of our favorite things for our guild to do, um, is find ways to kill each other. <laughs> Here for that. Yeah. This is this is a there's a perfect um the perfect opportunity as, as you clear the trash and sort of wind your way down into the, this hive lair, um, you have to use these built-in bombs to break your way through a wall and break your way through the floor and then drop down into a lair. Well, somebody walks up to the bomb, breaks it open. It's got a 30 meter, meter radius and you have to like jump up some on some rocks to get out back out mm-hmm. of that radius. So if people aren't prepared for it. If they haven't been in there before, you're mm. guaranteed to kill oh. someone. I'm never prepared for it because I've been in there before, but it's like green tunnels of green rock. And it's like, I, yeah, you know, it is, it is awesome. I think we've killed six of eight in one, uh, in one blast on an eight person. And I think in a 16 person, we killed at least 12. So was yeah. that, was that Marcus both times? Um, Marcus, definitely Marcus on the 16 one. one. Yeah. 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 So that is, uh, that is hilariously awesome. Our old raid leader, Magia, should come back so we can kill him with the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Set me up the bomb. Exactly. Uh, What else we got? We got uh, uh, PvP. Not not too many people in the guild do do much PvP, uh, but we do have a couple. And PvP goes through seasons. They just finished up season 10. So that's, that's interesting if you're a PvPer. You know, there is a way... In order to get 258 weapons, there's there's a 
there's a very uh, elite currency that you need to get four of to upgrade your 252 weapon to 258. You can do the veteran mode queen fight, which I don't think anyone in the guild has has finished, has done, even done yet. So there's sort of progression there to go after. And the other way is to do ranked PvP. We do have a couple people in the guild that have been trying, or they have been doing it. They've been doing the ranked PvP, and they said that is not not fun. So that's why I was surprised. <laughs> due, due to the people being mean. So well, I, I'm not gonna go on that. Yeah, the actual but PvP people do not appreciate when when you know the PvP uh, yeah. come through just for just for a PvE reason. But Sean's not yeah. a noob, and Medulla's not a noob. I mean, these <laughs> these guys are really good. It's if yeah. if you lose, you you blame it on you blame it on whoever is nearest <laughs> you. In well, a, I mean, Thon is as well, yeah. terms as you can. Yeah. When Thon went so in, they, sniper, they they told him, "Sniper, don't queue." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It sounds like That's children's week in wow anyway. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank exactly. you again for finishing. Exactly. Uh, children's week is only two weeks or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know the PvP play like the PvPers hate mm. with Oh yeah. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, suck it up. Yep. Suck <laughs> up. Uh what about the the guild features, Seema? Another thing we've been playing with recently is there been a, a whole um, bucket of new guild features. Um, one is that you now can level your guild, and with the process of leveling your guild, you get access to different perks. And the perks you can purchase via currency that you get from leveling, and you can level via your guild members doing conquests. So we've been leveling at a pretty good clip, it seems like, because we do, uh, we do well, it's hard not to do conquest um, right. <laughs> um, content because you get conquest points for just about every aspect of the game. Um, but yes, as you unlock different parts of your guild flagship, then you get you can buy different perks. And the perks last for two weeks or a month. They They have a a termination time. So it's a, I think they did okay at designing it to be a system that continues to be alive. Like even when we finish leveling up, which I don't know when that will be, we will still want to buy perks and, and, and pay attention to perks. Yeah. And um, yeah. So the perks involve all kinds of things. There's, there's perks for like increasing mounted speed. There's, there's even a perk for increasing your main stat. There's perks for crafting and perks for gathering and um, perks for just about everything. But as a guild, you, you decide, you know, which perks you want to buy. They're not cheap. They're pretty. No, they're, yeah, yeah, it takes a village, which they're designed to do, which, which is fine. And they also rotate. So yeah, the last two weeks or three weeks or four weeks, um, but next week there might be a different set of some perks in the rotation. So there's a little bit of you get some fun decisions to make as as a as a guild and as a group. Um, and that's what we've been doing is okay. Well, what perks do we want to slot? Hey, this one's coming up, or this one's going to come up next week, and we're going to want to slot the the experience boost if we can get it. Yada yada yada. And this is all tied. A lot of this is tied into also the the conquest system, which is guild achievements that you're doing throughout the week and getting rewarded for doing um, those those achievements. That's been a big focus of our guild um, for for a while now, for, for months. Uh, everyone 
gets together. We figure out, we've got a couple of our officers who are sort of leads, uh, B. Kavanaugh and Zen, who figure out what the strategy is going to be for the week because there's different targets you can go after. You know, as there's, you go after a medium target, you have to make your goal at the medium target for, as a guild to get the medium level goal. Um, but if you go, off, if you set yourself as the large target and you go after that goal, you get a little bit more mm-hmm. rewards. But you don't want to set the large target and not make it. And uh, BC and Zen are are, are uh, very scientific about how they how they go after it. They've got spreadsheets and data, um, and it's it's been great. And it gets everybody a, a an opportunity for a bit of a meta game for things that we want to to do and reasons to get together and reasons to be playing uh, playing the game. They've awesome. They've done a good job in, in sort of creating this system and setting it up. Yeah, each week with Conquest, it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit different event. So BC is able to look back at his numbers and say, okay, this time it's Deathmark. And the last seven times we've made medium and we've only made large once. And that helps it. That helps us make the decision what we're going to go for that week. Like we know if we want to go for large, there's going to be a week with no other distractions. And right now, OSIS is a big, big attract, a big distraction for all of us. Right. Right. So we went medium um, this week and we made our target. We made our targets just fine. We were not anywhere near what would have been needed for the large target though. So this was a good choice. Um, The other thing we do is we play on both factions. We play on Imperial and Republic and each week we switch. So the main focus for the guild is the the opposite faction each week. So this is an Imperial week this week. We invaded a, the larger planet on the Imperial side. Next week's going to be Republic. Our mandatory fun night will be Republic uh, characters for that. Conquest will be Republic focused. Um, that's That gives everybody a chance to, to play their characters on both sides and the people that maybe even only play mostly on one side to, to, to get some, you know, to get some support and get some, uh, get some guild love there going on. Yeah. So that has been cool. You want to talk about the, uh, the actual guild activities themselves. We've been talking a little bit about the MFN in particular. Yes. Well, I just want to say about MFN, we're still switching back and forth every week. Um, one, meaning that one week we do it on the Imperial side and one week we do it on the public side and we coordinate that with our conquest efforts. So this week, for instance, we're on the imp side with MFN and with our focus on conquest next week will be on the pub side. And then another comment about events is we had our February mega, which stands for, I can never remember what it stands monthly for. Epic guild activity. Yeah. <laughs> why I, I can never remember the M is from monthly. But anyway, it's monthly epic <laughs> guild activity. Um, in February, we did a sort of a datacron crawl, including the new datacrons on OSIS. So that was cool. And then we went and killed the lair boss on 16 man, which was pretty epic because that was one of those fights that looked like it was just not going to happen. But in the end, it did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's always fun to to be challenged. And then, you know, we we ran like a couple minutes late. Usually we have a hard cutoff. We ran just a couple minutes late and and bang, we 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 killed that Yeah, we got it on the last poll. You know yeah, how it's, it is. it's amazing. The you know, the last poll, the, the boss died. Last poll mojo. And then exactly. the, um, March Mega is gonna be PvP on the pub side. And don't be too afraid by the PvP aspect of it because we're gonna do it in most likely in a private 
uh, war zone. So in other words, yes, there is a there is we do have the ability now to like take a war zone, and it'll just be spin up our own instance of it. So it'll be like AIE people playing on both teams, and we can use that opportunity to teach that particular game and. Yeah, it this, like this is a feature they added what in five dot ten. Yeah, um, and we're we've we've only used it a couple times, but each time we have, it's been great. So both with Galactic Starfighter, which is sort of Starship PvP, and with regular you know Warzone PvP, um, you get to pick the map you want. You you set up two groups. You say I'm going to challenge this group leader, whatever group size. And you pick the map you want, you pick the game type you want, if there are alternate game types, and you just get to go in there. So the opportunity to even just to go into the maps and walk around and check it out and 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 take a look without people, you know, without other people running around shooting you in the face. Um, that's that's a really fun part of it too. I used to PvP a lot in WoW, and I always think about wouldn't it be now that we have this feature in Swotor, it's like it's be like cool if you could just go take your guild into like a Rafi Basin and just have a party. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Just have some old fashioned guildy on guildy valence. Yep. Right. Or okay. just eat lemon lime basil shortcake. Uh huh. <laughs> so tomorrow night we are celebrating Kenny's birthday during games. That's actually part of the dessert. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And then, as you know, so we were, we kick, kicked off this whole discussion about what's coming and when the big next next big announcements are going to be in that Star Wars celebration. So Star yes. Wars celebration is coming in April. Uh, Star Wars celebration is in Chicago, my hometown. It's Chicago hey. way. Uh, <laughs> I will be there. Uh, I I will be there. I've got tickets for me and the kids. We got Exciting. a bunch of guildies that are going to be there. We're going to have Bioware is going to be there, of course. Right. <laughs> They're going to have a big event on Saturday night. Uh, that they that's there's a start the Swotor Cantina events where they've done these periodically throughout the years. Um, so they'll have some of their game producers or devs um, there for that Saturday night event um, at the um, uh, Marquee Marriott Marquis um, at the Convention Center. Friday night we're going to have an AIE meetup. So if you're in Chicago, whether or not you have tickets to Star Wars Celebration, Friday night downtown in the Loop. Uh, Marriott residents, um, we're going to be having a meetup there awesome. um, that I will be sponsoring. So here, here's the big question for you two, and and I know you've kind of joked back and forth on the Escape podcast about this, but realistically, what do you expect to come? What do you expect for them to announce? And then we have to play SEMA. What date is it actually going to come out? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, are are we expecting a six or is there maybe a curveball coming, or what do you think is actually coming out of the cantina? Well, I'll give my prediction. Sima can give her prediction, and then Sima can name the date, and that comes from Sima. I think it was five dot ten. Just just randomly, months ahead of time, Sima accidentally said a date, <laughs> yeah. and then it was that date. So oh, it was. She, she apparently. Maybe she slipped and she just knows that she's got the inside knowledge. Or maybe she's yep. from the future. Um, Nostradamus. Yep. No, she's a Bioware bio plant in our guildy. <laughs> My <laughs> expectation is that, yes, at Star Wars Celebration, they will announce 6.0. 6.0 will be a regular kind of expansion like they've had in the past. Mm. There'll be one or two operations. There'll be another planet. There'll be 10 levels. Um, 
who knows what other little goodies they they might throw in. They often like to add a a new game feature, game system. I'd love things like you know like Pazak tables in the game that actually work or something like. I don't know, but but I'm I'm. Uh, you know, my prediction is, yeah, it's just going to be a 6.0 regular expansion type release. What do you think, Seema? And then I, Matt. I, I think they absolutely are going to say something and call it 6.0. I don't know that it's, I don't know that we're going to get a lot about what's going to be in it. Um, but I, I would love to be pleasantly surprised. And my my prediction date was, I think it was October it's either like eight October eleventh or something. Yeah, I'm looking at October twenty nineteen, and the eighth and the fifteenth are Tuesdays. The hmm. eleventh would be a Friday, so I forget if I said the eighth or the fifteenth, but um, second week of October. That's my date prediction. Gotcha. So, do you think the and, and I don't want to call it lack of content because there has been content, but it's just not been kind of what you expand expect from an expansion. Do you think that's because they've been like, okay, we can get this little bit of content out while we're working on all this over here. And then we can get a little bit of this out to keep them busy while we work on all this out here. And they're coming out with something really big. Or do you think it's going to continue to be this trickle of here's a initial like 6.0 content. And then we wait three months for the next little piece of it. I think it's going to be that. Yeah, I some initial thing for 6.0, but it may not have an operation right on day one. It might. I mean, they could they could prove me wrong. I don't think it'll be. You know, I, I think it'll take a while to develop. I think they will, though, develop it. I, I don't think they'll do what they did for the last operation, which was um, Gods from the Machine, which is. Right. They the piece by piece. Time. Yeah. Um, I think that was the right decision at the time. I don't think they want to do it that way again. But it's also not the biggest MMO in the world with the and without you know it doesn't have the biggest budget in the world. So I think, unfortunately, although yes, we'd like a big, you know, big expansion every year or every two years. Um, I just don't think that that's the the world that uh, that we live in. Um, but my my guess is they would like to get back to an actual expansion, um, a nice you know packaged, well formed actual expansion um, with, not- with additional character levels and yeah you know, a new planet and, you know, a place to do the leveling. I definitely see that coming. Mm-hmm. Expansions are still the best way to get eyes on the game. Yeah. Uh, and, eyes yeah. wandered mm-hmm. elsewhere. Yeah. And, you know, just an influx of players and, well, that are, you know, free free via Twitch. Well, yeah, because yeah, there's, the, the, there's definitely a difference between, hey, we're putting out new content in a 5.x patch versus, hey, we're putting out new content in a 6.0 patch. Right. Yeah. Just from our perception, at least for me. So, yep. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, anything, anything else? Because I think we're right up against. We need to get I Max think it's to his movie. movie. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. Well, with that, that is our show tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles where we make them up on our own, we oh. want to thank Seema and Max for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Very much. Thank you, Thank guys. You. Thank you. Right. It was a good time. And Max, I know eventually we're going to get back to some streaming after the show, but I think that's on hiatus right now, correct? Yes. Uh, especially yes. with the movie you've got to go oh, to. Yeah, especially I'll, tonight. I'll the, yeah. I'll put the put the word out, put the put the shout out out there. What I would like is a couple streamers from each of our divisions to 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 let me know that uh talk to to give me a call, talk to me. 
and to do a regular sun Sunday night rotation. rotation through the yeah. Games. And we have some awesome streamers out there. Dan Kinia is probably our top streamer in the guild, both for ESO and New Braid and a few other things on her AI things on her channel, Dan Kinia Plays, um, twitch.tv slash Dan Kinia Plays. But I know there's more people out there that, that do this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, let me know. We'll put you on the official AIE guild channel. Um, and yeah. that's, that's sort of what I want that Sunday night thing to be. That'd um, be perfect. need to see more of me. Um, awesome. To you, they don't. Okay, and if you have questions or concerns about our show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guilt.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at the AIE po- or at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. I am at Cyberwave, and Tet is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our, on our website. AIE-guild.org look for the pot and slash podcast dash live dash stream and our discord server for chat is bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord our theme of course was composed by the wonderful Andrew Allen follow him at keys with soul or visit his website keyswithsoul.com and now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week including overly dramatic news by Hunts the Wind huzzah Yep. And Buxley will be coming back. Uh, Ask Buxley will. He's just very busy at the moment with real life. And next time we will be talking to someone about some game or we may do an all host show. We'll see. Tune in and find out. Just roll so back and figure out which one. Exactly. <laughs> so until then, AIE, this is Tetsemi. This is Makala. This is Mucow. And this has been the AIE podcast. Warcraft could take an ominous turn. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. After the recent news of layoffs at Blizzard despite a record-setting year financially, the Dickens quote seems appropriate. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Keeping with this literary theme, there are now rumors of an impending disturbance in the telling of Azerothian lore. Christy Golden, whose talents at spinning tales both Horde and Alliance won her a senior writer position at Blizzard, is apparently feeling uneasy over the fact that no new expansion to write about is planned for 2019. A writer as prolific as she needs a creative outlet, and a stagnant world of Warcraft looks to be an outlet that is clogged. Sources tell ODN that Activision is taking the possibility of Golden leaving very seriously, and is putting in place a backup plan for a replacement senior writer should she walk. They are wooing a very well-known author who is much more comfortable with taking long breaks between installments of story. Long, long breaks. The mere thought of this person taking over the plot, however, has caused a sudden spike in the stock of Azerothian Undertaker companies and a corresponding drop in the stock of life insurance companies for both Horde and Alliance main characters. When asked about the rumors, a Blizzard PR rep insisted that everything was fine, just fine, and assured us that, quote, the next expansion is coming. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>